More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Americans are being told to stay home. Americans are being told to shut down their businesses. Americans are being told that the government's probably not going to give you much help to survive any of their new rules, regulations, or even arresting you. But they say that you have to abide by their new lockdown rules. And if you don't, the government is now doing something they've never done before while dealing with COVID. They're arresting you and taking away your business licenses and boarding up your businesses if you don't submit to what they tell you that you have to do. We are witnessing something in America right now that I honestly never imagined we would witness. People going to work and being arrested for going to work. You look at these people on the left that are telling you to shut down your life while they're doing whatever they want to do. And we have compiled a long list of them, of the offenders. Now, I hope that many of you, by the way, will tell others about our podcast because we have decided to compile this so that everybody knows just how bad it has gotten with the left, how insane they are. I'll give you example number one. The Austin, Texas mayor went online telling residents that they need to stay home. They must stay home. He was doing the video that he put out from Cabo. That's right. In early November, his health officials were implementing their COVID-19 shutdowns, people that have never been elected by anyone nationwide. Austin Mayor Steve Adler hosted an outdoor wedding and a reception for his daughter at a Trinity Hotel near downtown. Some people were mad about that. The next morning, Adler and several other wedding attendees boarded a private jet for Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, where they vacationed for a week at what they described as a family timeshare. One night into the trip, Adler thought it was a good idea to go on social media and demand that the Austin residents the peons that are beneath him, stay home and do nothing. The video was shot in Cabo. You need to stay home if you can. 
This is not the time to relax, as he's actually relaxing for a week in Cabo. He, he says this. We are going to be looking really closely. We may be closing things down if we are not careful, meaning if you don't do what I tell you to do, I might shut down your businesses again. Now, let's go back to the wedding. The wedding and reception had more than 20 guests, which is exactly the opposite of what he's been telling everyone else to do. He's been telling people not to gather. He then tells people to stay home and not travel. And he gets on a private jet for Cabo with seven, at least seven other people, which would be eight total. Now, I know private jets pretty well because I'm a big fan of them. I've always been fascinated by them. I love to fly. Uh, I've had the ability to fly on quite a few private jets working on presidential campaigns. And I can tell you that it's impossible on a private jet. I don't care if it's a G5. I don't care if it's Citation X for eight people to socially distance appropriately on that two hour flight. So not only is the guy breaking his own rules, he's actually getting into a closed space with absolutely no way to social distance with eight people plus two pilots, that's 10. That's basically mass capacity of almost every private jet out there. I don't know what private jet he had. But even if he had a Falcon, even if he had a, a G5, G6, you do the math on that many people inside, it would be impossible for everyone to have six feet apart from one another, which I'm sure they did not do. Now, you go to Cabo and you tell people, now's the time not to relax while you're relaxing. Telling people you must stay home while you're vacationing. Now, in hosting the wedding and traveling internationally, the mayor has broken multiple directives, even though his office says he didn't break his own orders, nor that of the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. They're now trying to blame the governor for him not breaking the rules. I'm not joking. This is, this is real. The city, however, was demanding. People not gather in groups of more than 10. And the day after Adler's departure, the Austin Health Authority warned its importance was for your safety and that people don't die. They also said you need to not gather on Thanksgiving while the, the mayor is gathering on Thanksgiving in a large number of people. The Facebook video, as I said, being shot in Cabo. Yeah. That is hypocrisy. That's not all. Let's go to New York for a moment. New York is the place now where an actual business owner has been arrested as he tried to make a living. Now, the reason why this owner was arrested is because they had a big, quote, undercover sting operation. His business was raided. It's a place to buy food and to buy a beer. Why did he stay open? Because he says he's trying to survive. The other reason why I decided to stay open is because of an insane arbitrary rule. There are bars and burger joints one and a half blocks down the street from him that are open and allowed to do business. He is in an area that has been, quote, deemed with an arbitrary line in the sand, or I should say in the street, that is a, quote, red zone, meaning it's at high risk for COVID explosion. One block away and a couple dozen feet after that is a yellow zone, an arbitrary street that they decided to mark a line on where apparently COVID is under control on one side of the street and not under control on the other side 
of the street. His business became one of the have-nots, while his friend's businesses, one and a half blocks down the street, are allowed to fully function and make money. This guy was on Tucker Carlson explaining why he got arrested, talking about how insane it is that he got arrested. And his attorney was talking about this arbitrary rule and just how crazy this arbitrary rule actually is. They also talked about the raid and the cameras that were clearly tipped off to show up, to come in, to be a part of this, to set an example, to fearmonger you into not doing anything the government tells you you can't do because if you do, we'll arrest you and we'll board up your business. Her client was singled out for all the criminals in New York right now for jail. Tucker, thanks for having us. I have to tell you, my mother-in-law is battling cancer, and she's your absolute biggest fan. But as far as my client goes, um, they came in, 15 sheriffs came in um, yesterday. We were peaceful. By, by the way, i got to ask a question about this. 15 sheriffs come in? How's that going to save anybody's life with social distancing? You got 15 sheriffs coming in to a bar to set an example with the, with the media there to set an example and to, and to make this guy submit to the federal government mandates. How is 15 people on top of all the other people there not going to spread COVID? I'm talking about their logic. I'm not saying it actually is. I'm saying based on their logic, why would you send 15 officers into a bar with no indication that someone's going to fight back? No indication that there's going to be some big brawl. You go in heavy-handed for one reason, to show that we're the government and you will submit and we're going to scare the hell out of everybody else. Quiet, respectful, and cordial the whole entire time. I told my clients to be that way. Everybody acted that way. And at the end of the day, after giving out over $50,000 in fines and fining me and giving me four summonses for just representing my client in a polite, respectful manner, they gave us $50,000 in fines throughout the, throughout the uh, building and wind up arresting Danny and putting him in handcuffs and charging him with disorderly conduct when he never raised his voice and he was in his own building that he is the leaseholder on it. Now, think about this type of, I would call it Gestapo, government enforcement. You got a guy that, and it's all on camera, by the way, so we know he's telling the truth. He's not raising his voice. He wasn't resisting arrest. He wasn't doing anything. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was in his own business. But they've decided that what he's doing is wrong because an arbitrary line was put in the street, and he's on the wrong side of the COVID arbitrary line. The guy's trying to make a living. They charge him with disorderly conduct when there was no disorderly conduct. $50,000 in fines were given to the business and the people inside the business. Why do you think the government decided to do this with like a SWAT team? Because they were letting you know that we are in charge and you will submit. And if you don't submit, we will bankrupt you. We will take away your business license. We will arrest you, business owners. And anyone there is going to pay massive fines for breaking our rules. Oh, it gets better. 
It's, sh it's shocking. Now, this is, I should tell our audience, I'm not sure what we're looking at. This is happening live. What is going on around you right now? Who are the people outside your bar and what are they saying? Tucker, we have 1,500, over 1,500 Staten Islanders protesting tonight. There's probably 1,000 left, and we are peacefully protesting. No rioting, no looting. We have about 25 sheriff's deputies out in front of the place that were, were kind of aggressive at times. Um, but we have 1,500 Staten Islanders in a peaceful protest. Uh, protesting and, and supporting business owners, local business owners, and Danny and Keith, and the actions they took to stand up for themselves and Staten Islanders and business owners everywhere. So I, I don't think we've seen a protest like this so far. I expect we're going to see more in coming days. But you're saying these are people protesting the governor and the mayor's corona lockdowns. Governor, uh, Tucker, you've been on it from the beginning. They are protesting the fact that the governor, in all his wisdom, split Staten Island in half and, and, and considered the south shore of Staten Island an orange zone and the north shore of Staten Island a, a yellow zone. Just a block, in a, a block and a half away from Max Tavern, literally a block and a half, you can go sit down, have a burger and a beer, but at Max's Tavern, you can't do it. And coincidentally, Tucker, the south shore of Staten Island did not vote for Governor Cuomo or Mayor de Blasio. The, the, the side of, of the borough that's, that's shut down under... Now, now, by the way, I want you to really listen to this, okay? They're about to describe to you, and I, this, and I mentioned this earlier, they're about to describe for you this arbitrary rule, okay? This, 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 this arbitrary, insane rule that you've taken Staten Island and you've, and, you, and you've drawn a line on a map, and if you're on the wrong side of the map, you got to shut down. If you're on the right side of the map, you get to provide for your family. And some of these businesses are dozens of feet from one another, the have and the have-nots, not based on any science here where this line was drawn. But first, if you want to help the people in Georgia with what's going on there with the Senate election, then you need to join AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, for free right now. I'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of Georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House. So if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate, join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. www.benfreeonline.com. You can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country, benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com and join the number one conservative organization in the country.
All right, I want to get back to this arbitrary rule that I was mentioning a moment ago. In Staten Island, New York, they have divided on a map an arbitrary line where you can and where you cannot do business, where you can and cannot be open. And you have a business owner that's been arrested and $50,000 in fines were given out, which is insane, to a business owner who was arrested and charged with disorderly, disorderly conduct, even though there was no disorderly conduct. We can see it all on video because, of course, the government made sure the media was there to cover this so they could set an example and threaten every business owner that you better not be this guy. We will ruin your life. And you better not go to a business that is defying our orders because if you do, we will ruin your life. Take a listen to this rule that they have done, not based in science, just based on, all right, where's a street? Okay, on this side of the street, we'll say it's a red zone because there's more cases over in this part of Staten Island. This side of the street's a yellow zone, and somehow COVID knows to stop at this line. The South Shore of Staten Island did not vote for Governor Cuomo or Mayor de Blasio. The, 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 the side of, of the borough that's, that's shut down under Corona law now. By, by the way, you, you notice what he's alluding to there. The side that got the shutdown did not vote in favor of Governor Cuomo. Did you notice that? Yeah. They didn't vote for these people. Okay, well, we'll, we'll show you. The side that voted for us, we're going to let them win. The side that didn't vote for us in the majority, we're going to teach you what happens when you don't support us. L- again, listen to what this attorney for this business owner is explaining to you. This line was created based on politics, not based on COVID. This line was clearly made to punish the majority of people that didn't support them in the last election. Because the other side of the island that overwhelmingly voted Democratic, we took care of them. Did not vote for Governor Cuomo or Mayor de Blasio. The, 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 the side of, of the borough that's, that's shut down under Corona law now. Is there a scientific basis for this that you know of? I don't know, Tucker. I mean, use some common sense. We'll all use some common sense. And we're going to assume, I'm not a scientist, I'm an attorney, that the COVID virus doesn't stop doesn't stop at the railroad tracks where you can go eat a block away. I'm assuming the COVID virus doesn't stop there. But in, in, in Governor Cuomo's wisdom, I have no idea what science they've used. What are the police doing right now? You said there are sheriff's deputies on the scene. Now, now by the way, again, this attorney representing this man who was arrested, charged with disorderly conduct, even though there was no disorderly conduct, $50,000 in fines. You would think that would be it, right? Like like last night would be it. Okay, we, we got the cameras there. We got the SWAT team there. We, we came in undercover. We nailed you. We arrested you. We put out all the fines. You would think the harassment would then end, right? No, 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 no. Governor Cuomo says, and the rest of these scumbags, treating American citizens this way, here's what they're doing to them the next day. Yep, the sheriff's on the scene. Um, They've created a blockade in front. They won't let anybody in. Um, They said they're not going to leave anytime soon. Uh, We do want to make clear, though, that they are not the NYPD. These are the New York City sheriffs. So NYPD has worked with us. Really good guys. Um, 
we support them fully. This is the New York City Sheriff Department, and they have created a blockade and will not let anybody in the place except for myself, Keith, and Lou. Danny, is is your bar open now? Uh, he won't. Even if we wanted to try to get in there, they have literally created a blockade of about 25 sheriffs standing in front uh, with barriers. So there's no way anybody can get in right now. There's a blockade, I talk about, a literal blockade on a small I, I gotta, business. I got to ask you this question on the way out. By, by the way, you have a blockade in front of a small business. You have crime that has exploded in New York. You have a defund the police, violent crime, rapes. Gang activity, murders have gone through the roof. And you got 25 sheriffs blockading a small business because they didn't submit to the government because they were on the wrong side of an arbitrary line that was put out. They were on the wrong side of an arbitrary line that was put out, and the line just happens to go onto, and the restrictions go onto people that didn't support the governor. Didn't vote in the majority for the governor. Think about that. Think about how crazy that actually is. And this is actually happening in America. In the United States of America, this is what is going on in this country right now. We are arresting small business owners and blockading their businesses to set an example that you must comply with what we tell you to do. Now listen to Tucker's final question here. I talk about a literal blockade. I got to ask you this question on the way out. How many confirmed cases of transmission of the coronavirus have come from Max Pub that you know of? Zero. There's zero. Absolutely zero, Tucker. And, and, I, and I think there's zero a block and a half away where you can eat also. Yeah. Just want to just establish we're not dealing with typhoid Mary here. Danny and Lou, I appreciate your coming on. I mean, these two guys, you've got four summons for the attorney. Why do you think they did four summons for the attorney? They're telling other attorneys, you're on notice, folks. You don't represent any business. Whatever you do, you do not represent another business. And if you do, we're going to make life hell for you, the attorney. You don't touch these people. We're using sheriff's deputies to blockade the government. Or blockade, I say, small businesses because the government said so. Because the government says so. Now, that's just what's happening in New York. Let's talk about all the people that we have caught who are breaking and refusing their own orders. We have a long list of lawmakers who are refusing to stay at home after telling you to stay home. Let's start with Democratic New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. This is the same guy that decided to go to the YMCA hours before he shut down all gyms in the state. As COVID cases escalated in March, he was busted going to the Y after he said no one can go to the Y and he shut them down. He said, quote, justifying his actions, the YMCA has, a, has been a huge part of my family life. It's been a a huge part for New Yorkers. It's clear that's about to change. And before that, the mayor wanted to visit a place that keeps him grounded one last time. Let's go to Chicago. Mayor Lori Lightfoot, the same mayor that got her police to surround churches earlier this year, 
so that people couldn't congregate at churches, actually used police to shut down churches from people being to go, being able to go into the churches, using squad cars to block off streets and parking lots to churches so that people couldn't go to church. She's the same mayor that said citizens must stay at home. Well, she didn't do it. She needed to get a haircut, just like Nancy Pelosi. She had massive backlash after she got her haircut. And, of course, she defended getting her haircut, saying, quote, I'm the public face of this city. And, you know, I'm a person who takes personal hygiene very seriously. And I felt like I needed to have a haircut. So I got a haircut. In other words, I'm in charge. You're not. I can get a haircut. But if you cut hair for a living, I've shut you down and you can't survive or support your family, but I am the mayor, so I get the haircut. More of this list. I'm going to give you a people that are actually not even abiding by their own rules coming up in just a moment. But before I get to that, I want to tell you about AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country. If you have not joined AMAC for free right now, you need to do it. Why? Because they're organizing. And getting conservatives organized to help in the efforts to make sure that the Senate does not fall into the hands of the Democratic Party. They are organizing to support and help in Georgia during this runoff, a very, very, very important runoff election. That is exactly why I want you to join AMAC now for free. They also just come out with their newest magazine, which will show up in your mailbox if you join for free for an entire year. Their newest magazine is about protecting the integrity of the vote and what we need to do to protect the integrity of the vote. So I want you to go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. And get your one-year free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country. Get the number one conservative magazine for free. No credit card needed. And you can help support the efforts to protect the Senate in Georgia, and protect the integrity of our vote. Go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. Let me get back to Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, for a second. I told you about the haircut. Lightfoot also urged citizens to cancel their Thanksgiving plans, though she was seen celebrating with large crowds after following news that Biden won the presidential election. So not once, but twice now, she has gone against her own words, her own demands, her own directives, her own orders. I get a haircut because I feel like I'm the face of the city and I'm the person that, you know, takes personal hygiene seriously. So I need to have the haircut. So I got a haircut. That's a direct quote from her. Let's move on to Nancy Pelosi. Remind you about her. Pelosi. Also, I mean, these haircuts apparently are really important to Democratic women. She attended a hair appointment in San Francisco. Indoor hair salons in California and that city were closed. That's right. You couldn't do anybody's hair. They were shut down, period. But they opened up for her. Pelosi didn't even wear a mask during at least part of the appointment. She later, of course, tried to deflect by accusing the hair salon of setting her up, quote unquote. Not kidding. She's blaming the hair salon for this. Pelosi also canceled, or was forced to cancel, I should say, an in-person dinner for newly elected House Democrats after there was so much backlash over the hypocrisy of 
her hosting a large indoor dinner event. But hey, if you can get away with it, why not try it, right? She did decide to cancel it only because there were Democrats that came out saying they didn't feel it was right for them to attend. Democratic California governor, still with him, Gavin Newsom. He was photographed dining indoors at a Michelin five-star restaurant in November after using, after urging, I should say, California residents to wear face masks in between bites. He didn't have a mask on during dinner and didn't have a mask on and off in between bites either. He then called the party after the outrage from the community a, quote, mistake. Democratic Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kinney, he was photographed dining indoors without a mask in Maryland in late August while indoor dining was prohibited in Philadelphia. He was asked to apologize. He didn't. He's the mayor. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Democratic Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, let's move on to him. He was caught without a face mask in Virginia Beach while he was putting together his statewide order requiring citizens to wear masks everywhere. The governor's office later, of course, explained it away by saying that Northam, quote, was not expecting to be within six feet of anyone. That's why he didn't wear a mask in Virginia Beach walking around. Move on to D.C. Mayor Bowser. The D.C. Mayor traveled to President-elect Joe Biden's early November victory speech in, quote, high risk, their words, not mine, Delaware, despite the D.C., where she's the mayor, health department travel mandates and requirements that she broke. She's the mayor of the city. She excused the trip by saying it was, quote, essential travel, exempt, she claimed, under D.C.'s restrictions. Got it. Democratic California Senator Dianne Feinstein, another do as I say, not as I do, was filmed chatting with her aides in the hallway, in the corridors of our Capitol. You guessed it, maskless. Don't worry, she entered a November hearing and had her mask on when she walked in because the cameras were there. Feinstein also has been one to be championing and advocating for a nationwide mask mandate that we believe is coming under the Biden administration. Yeah, not only is she in favor for a nationwide mask mandate, she says it's because you must protect elderly, which she's in that category, and it's selfish if you're trying to get older people to die. Same woman with all of her aides in the halls of Washington in our capital not wearing a mask. She also has threatened states now, same Democratic senator not wearing a mask in the Capitol, that if you do not adopt a mask mandate for your state, that we will prevent coronavirus funding and aid going to any state that doesn't go along with a nationwide mask mandate. Let's talk about Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. After telling New Yorkers to stay home from their loved ones, especially during Thanksgiving, the Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said that his mother and his daughter would be coming to his home for Thanksgiving, but you can't do the same thing. This is the same governor that is shutting down people's businesses, blockading them and arresting them for not following his rules in areas where they didn't vote for him in large numbers. 
The governor's office also told the Daily Caller that he would be busy on Thanksgiving and would not be at home. So let's just lie to the people on top of being just a scumbag. Let's move on to Democratic Oregon Governor Kate Brown. She cheered on and was a part of multiple Black Lives Matter massive protests. However, she's told citizens to uninvite family members and loved ones over for Thanksgiving and even Christmas, tweeting, this is hard, but making difficult sacrifices now will save lives. Where was that logic with the Black Lives Matter protest is the question I would ask the governor. She went on to say, keep it small this Thanksgiving and uninvite your family. Same woman during these lockdowns that allowed for Black Lives Matter protests and cheered them on when they had tens of thousands of people gathering, many of them without masks. Williamson County Judge Bill Gravel at least has some egg on his face now. He has been forced to plead guilty and will pay a fine of $1,000 for violating his own stay-at-home order that he enacted in April. Why? He was caught on camera attending his grandson's birthday party, which for the record I have no problem with. His attorney announced that he will plead guilty and will pay a $1,000 fine for not following his own order that he enacted in April because he thought it was important to go to his grandson's birthday party, which, by the way, it is. Let's see what Democratic Denver mayor, this one really makes me smile, Michael Hancock. He warned citizens to avoid travel in a tweet 30 minutes before he boarded a flight to travel to his family for Thanksgiving. His tweet read, stay home, especially if you're sick, host virtual gatherings instead of in-person dinners, avoid travel. He then, 30 minutes later, got on a plane to fly to Mississippi to hang out with his family in person. Move on to Democratic San Jose Mayor. The California mayor attended a Thanksgiving party with family members who were not part of his own household after telling citizens that they could have Thanksgiving with people outside of their household. Quote, cases are spiking in part because we're letting our guard and mask down with family and friends. He tweeted out November the 25th. We must cancel the big gatherings this year and focus on keeping each other safe. He then decided to gather in a large group at a big event with his own family for Thanksgiving with people that didn't live in his home. Let's move on to the Los Angeles County Supervisor, a Democrat. Sheila Coella, she voted on Tuesday of this week to ban outdoor dining, calling outdoor dining, quote, a most dangerous situation. After the vote, she then was seen dining outside at a Santa Monica restaurant. She did admit through a spokesman that she did dine outside the restaurant, quote, on the very last day it was permissible. Well, if it was a most dangerous situation and you're shutting down all these businesses, why would you go out the night before, right after banning it, admitting it's a, quote, very most dangerous situation, and he did a restaurant, you scumbag. Let's move on to Democratic San Francisco Mayor, London Breed, the California mayor, San Francisco, dined in a semi-enclosed room, the same room where the governor was the night before. Eight people attended a party in a partially enclosed room with a ceiling and chandelier. 
letting you know how indoors this really was. The same kind of room that Newsom dined in just a night or two before. Three days after the Democratic San Francisco mayor dined at the restaurant, you guessed it, she banned indoor dining in the city of San Francisco altogether. And finally, the one that really makes me smile, Democratic Austin Mayor Steve Adler hosted 20 guests at an outdoor wedding and reception for his daughter. Then, after that, he boarded a private jet the next day, filled close to capacity, if not totally to capacity, for a vacation in Cabo San Lucas at his, quote, family timeshare. What did he say on Facebook? We need to stay home. Yeah, this is not the time to relax. This is not the time to relax. He's in Cabo telling you this is not the time to relax. We are going to be looking really closely. We may have to close things down if we're not careful. All right, I'm going to go back to the beach now because I'm the mayor. I can fill up a private jet, not socially distancing, and have a wedding for my daughter the day before, and I'll tell you how you can live your life. If you think this is about protecting us, it's not. And if you think these leaders are going to do what they're telling us to do, they're not. They're not. They are never going to. You want to know why people are starting to get arrested? You want to know why people are starting to open their businesses back up? Because they're desperate. They're desperate to survive, and they're desperate for leaders to allow them to survive. I do not blame people that are getting arrested just trying to protect and take care of their families and and trying to save their businesses. I don't blame them at all. What makes this even more insane is the fact That the same people that are demanding that we ruin our entire lives with lockdowns and our entire businesses that we built with lockdowns are the ones that are out there immediately doing what they say we can't do. And I'll leave it at that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 